Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. This is a podcast that invites you to remember who you are, return to yourself, and rise into your highest and best soul self. Every week, I will be sharing inspiring conversations about topics that hold keys to your awakening. My mission as an international evidential psychic medium, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive mentor is to help you rise into who you were born to be. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here. As always, thanks for listening, for downloading, for sharing all the things, for contemplating. I appreciate you more than I could say. So here we are sitting um, very close to the month of March 2024. You might be listening to this in the month of March. Um, I'm recording this in the last few days of February. And wowza, there is absolutely a theme coming for us for this month in March. You might already be feeling it. Um, This might be huge validation and confirmation for you. Um, And I and I certainly hope it will. And I'm, you know, my intention is to channel Um, Not only the cards message, but any other information that wants to come through guidance for you that will help you navigate not only this month, just just life in general. Um, You know, life is just a series of themes, I feel, and, you know, certain energetics um, and cosmic connections um, certainly um, point to you know, certain themes in our lives. And, you know, this just happens to be the month of March's theme. So here we go. Uh, You might be able to hear my voice is a little scratchy. I'm just coming off of a like three or four day flu bug, which was no fun at all. Um, I definitely um, spent a lot of time on the couch, (laughs) resting and binge watching um, reality, reality TV, rather. Um, (laughs) It wasn't all bad. I also um, read a book or two, which was nice. And yeah, so now here we are. We're, we're approaching March. What do the cards have to say for us in the month of March? Actually, before I get started on that, I want to touch on one thing that is um, relevant and currently happening. I did mention kind of this cosmos connection. So, um, and, th- and actually this connection Um, This astrological connection was brought into my awareness as I contemplated these card meanings, right? And what is the message here and how are these connecting? By the way, these three cards that I've pulled for you today already, um, they are absolutely on point with each other. It's one of those, you can't make this bleep up moments. These cards are all saying the same thing, which then got me thinking about this theme. And then this awareness of this astrological event popped in. And I decided that that would might, might be a nice way to begin. So let's start. I found a website called astrobutterfly.com. It was just like the first hit that came up. And when I read through, I'm like, good, has the information I want. Bang, let's go. So I know we're talking about March, but, you know, there's something happening on February 19th, which is in our past by just a little bit now. And this, obviously, there's ramifications moving forward. It's not, it's just when this happens uh, on February 19th. So on February 19th, 2024, the North Node is conjunct. Chiron at 16 degrees 
Aries. So this is one of the most important transits of the year, according to this article, as well as many other astrologists that I've been paying attention to. Um, so we don't have these kind of transits very often. Chiron takes 50 years to orbit the sun and the nodes take 18 years. And the last time Chiron and North Node met in a conjunction was, was in 2008. Um, 2008, I know was a while ago, 15, 16 years ago. Um, I certainly, that was a pivotal year for me. Personally, I had my second child and a lot of things happened, bought and sold a house and all that kind of stuff. Um, but just like globally, that was a big year. I'm really thinking about, you know, some things in for our American friends, presidencies and, um, you know, the, uh, the recession that happened in 2008, all of those things, you know, th that those were big deals. So that's what comes to mind when I am brought back to 2008. So let's dive into this first of all. So what is Chiron? Chiron in your chart is your deepest wound. It is often called the wounded healer. So this is a soul wound. This is connected to karma and it comes forward um, as something that really, really, really wants to be healed in this lifetime. It's something you're probably very, very familiar with as once you get to know um, Chiron in your chart, what house it's in and what sign it is in, you will probably be able to see how that wound has shown up in your life over time in a variety of ways. Um, so once this wound is embraced and becomes alchemized, it, it then becomes a gift, right? We heal that wound. Um, so that's interesting, right? There's a promise of healing with it. It's that, it's that nugget of gold that's in that otherwise, you know, crap, crappy situation. Okay. So there's that. Then we've got the lunar nodes. The lunar nodes are, um, abstract points where the paths of the sun and the moon intersect. And so this is signifies and symbolizes an intersection of your past and your future, the karmic journey. So your North node and your South node represent these. Your North node represents your future, represents where your soul wants to go. So, you know, take a look at where, um, what house and what sign your North node is in. These are generational. So you're going to find people that are kind of um, born in the same generation, so to speak, are going to have the same ones as you. But look up, look it up just so you can be absolutely sure. Um, and then the south node is kind of like been there, done that. This is where we have, um, you know, it's kind of like what we bring into this life, the gifts that we bring into this life. So the south node doesn't need to be looked at as in, um, you know, I can't use this anymore because there's lots of value in your south node. It's, it's your experiences from past lives. However, it is not a place where you... Uh, will grow all that much. So there's a familiarity with our south node. So it's familiar. We we that's that's our wheelhouse. But because of that familiar familiarity um, and been there, done that energy, it suggests okay, like we're not going to grow too much if we stay in that comfy zone. We need to move forward into uncomfy zone, which is our north node. Um, anyway, so there we go. The north node is an opportunity to change your karma and rewrite your destiny. So what does it mean when these two things come together? So we've got this um, north node that wants to rewrite your destiny is not always easy. It's kind of like if you've had a, 
higher self reading with me, you'll know that one of the questions I ask your higher self is, what are the mountains that you came here to climb? And this is really essentially what I'm asking about. Um, it'd be really interesting if I was to kind of put a poll out to all of the people that I've ever done higher self readings to and listen back kind of to what came up as the, the mountains that they came here to climb and what's your north node and let's see if there's a correlation here because I imagine there totally is getting goosebumps as I say that so um let's see what this website has to say so both archetypes Chiron and North Node speak about elements of our existence that feel elusive, faded, and at the same, very significant. Um, it is said that Chiron is a wound that never heals, and the North Node is our life purpose. So coming together, we have a unique opportunity to understand how our deepest wound and the healing of this wound aligns with the broader context of our life's purpose. Um. So your, your, your Chiron wound is going to be subtle, right? Although I, I feel like there's a familiarity with it, there's still a kind of a subconscious quality to it. So it's where, you know, when we find ourselves, say, doing the same thing over and over again, even though we know that that thing is not good for us, that thing does not help us grow. I'm thinking of, you know, maybe things with addictions or victim mentality and things like that. Um, we know consciously if we were to sit down, Hey, this is not good for me. This doesn't help me grow. However, you know, there's a subconscious pull to it. We just find ourselves in that situation over and over again until we choose to do something differently. So this is just an opportunity, a cosmic opportunity for, um, you to break the conditioning of this deep Chiron wound and then use it to fuel your North Node journey. So I wanted to share that to begin as I feel like that astrological event absolutely rather makes perfect sense for the energy of March. We're definitely feeling that it's coming in for March. So let's start with our tarot card. Okay. So I used um, a tarot deck that I've been using lately. I can, the magical Nordic tarot might be. Um, I've taken it out of the box and put it into a little bag that I have here on my desk. I kind of I'm drawn to decks as I, you know, here and there. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm super drawn to this. And I'll only want to use this certain deck for like a year. And then it's on to the next. And that seems to be it. And lately, I've been very drawn to this deck. And I've had it for probably two years. And I don't think I've ever used it before. But now is the time. I find this with books too, right? Because I'm a book collector. It's like a fine wine. You buy the book, you're not necessarily going to want to read it in the moment, but you're keeping it for that right time. When the time is right, that book will call to you and it will be there. I find this happened. I know this is off topic, but it's not really. I found this happened um, with the book, The Women Who Run With The Wolves. I bought this years ago with the intention of reading it. It sat on my shelf forever. And then one day last year, I was like, whatever happened to that book? It was like three in the morning. I sit up whatever happened to that book? <laughs> I started reading it. I'm like, it's because it was the time for the book to be read. Anyways, this is the time for this deck to be utilized by me. So we have got major arcana coming in. We've got the hanged man, um, the hanged one, we can say the hanged person. And at the bottom of the card, it says limbo. And that's exactly what the hanged man brings in is a feeling of maybe feeling a little bit stuck in March. The hanged man really brings in a feeling of pause, 
of taking a moment and maybe this pause, you know, is a mindset shift from what we initially might be thinking about it. Maybe initially we might be thinking, I'm stuck. Things aren't moving. I am hitting my head against a wall and I am getting frustrated with it. And then spirit would say, okay, shift your mindset. Could it just be a pause? And that's what's coming in is yes, there's a pause here. This is making a lot of sense even for today's daily tarot that I posted. Um, we got we had the four of cups and it was really bringing in a feeling of awareness and discernment and what is it that you're doing right now? Move away from autopilot and into a place of awareness so you can actually pay attention. Are you denying yourself an opportunity that would be great for you because you're filling up your time with filler? Or are you pushing your head against a wall and trying to force something that's not happening right now. Maybe it is a not now, maybe later situation. So that's kind of rem reminiscent of the feeling that I'm bringing in for March. Um, there's a feeling like, like I said, we might feel a little bit stuck, but really it is a purposeful pause. This is a month to practice discernment. Okay. Discernment. You will know. Is this something I should leave behind and let go for good or for now at least? Or is this something I should pursue? But we can't really get to that place of pure discernment without a pause, right? I love the art of pausing. It is an art. The purposeful pause, I like to call it. It doesn't mean that you have to seize your debt like function it doesn't mean that you have to sit in silence and not do anything while you're pausing. It's just a moment where you take yourself out of the wheel of autopilot, out of that like um, voice in your head, right? The interpreter. Um, and you take a moment and you're just in it, right? This is really what I hope my month, my year rather my 2024 is about is presence right and just being in it for a moment and that takes practice and so I'm bringing this forward for you spirit is asking me to share all this with you because it is a practice the pause is a practice okay it doesn't mean you have to take time out of your day um, there's a lot of things happening there's a lot of moving parts I know and sometimes we will avoid things like contemplation or meditation, because we feel like we have to take make time in our day for those things. And certainly, yeah, you know, that probably would be encouraged, right? But I want to help you now in the moment um, when we're working with this, when we're trying to incorporate spiritual um, lessons and tools into our real life right now, where we might not think we have the time to meditate for 20 minutes on a mat. Okay, well, then let's learn to practice the art of the pause. All we need to do is bring our awareness back to the moment. And you can do that five times a day, 20 times a day, doesn't matter. Spirit just showed me like um, somebody's phone or their watch um, kind of vibrating, right? It's like a reminder. So even if you had a reminder, you know, a few times a day and you're like, oh, my phone buzzed. Okay. 
just going to be in the moment for a second. It just gets you away from the distraction of your monkey mind. Okay, so all that to say, what's that saying? Well, it's saying that we're encouraged to embrace more of the purposeful pause rather than hit our heads against a wall. So it does feel like that's kind of the energy. And the reason is, is because without the pause, without the awareness, without the moment to check in with your body and your mind and your heart, you may be going down an unaligned path. You may be making unaligned choices that you would not be cognizant of if you did not take a moment to discern and think about. So mindset shift this month, if we're feeling frustrated, if we feel like we are beating our heads against a wall, it's a take a pause, take a pause. We need a bigger picture. We need more perspective. So there's the tarot's message with a little bit of channeled guidance for you. Then we're going to move on to our Oracle message. Now for this month, I used a new to me deck. This was, um, this is a gorgeous deck and it was purchased. It was on my wish list for a very long time. I have to give a shout out to this podcast listener. Um, Tanya is a new client of mine. I think we've only been working together for a month or two. Uh, She's had a few different kinds of readings and she sent me a very generous tip after our reading. And I was able to purchase with that tip or I chose to purchase with that tip. um, I chose to invest back into my my learning and into my business. And I purchased a book called The Subtle Body, uh, an encyclopedia of your energetic autonomy. So anatomy, not autonomy, anatomy. I'm going to hold it up here for you to YouTube watchers and it's by Cindy Dale. And then not only that, but I was able to purchase an Oracle deck called the subtle body Oracle deck also by Cindy Dale. And so I'm just, you know, wanting to learn more about the auric field um, and more about meridians and chakras and all of that kind of stuff. So that's my intention um, with picking this deck up. Okay. So I wanted to pull from this deck I actually was drawn to or led to pull from this deck. Um, There are no coincidences. So Spirit was obviously saying, hey, pull from this deck. And the card that I pulled is interesting. So we're talking about meridians, which are essentially like passageways. Um, You can think of them as like rivers uh, of, of channels. Channels where life force energy, otherwise known as chi, can flow through them. We have meridians all through our bodies. The earth has meridians as well. And so we got the gallbladder meridian. I had to laugh for a moment because I'm actually without gallbladder. I did have that surgery of probably six years ago and I have not been the same since I had it out. So I actually wish that I hadn't had it out. But all fun to say, we've got the gallbladder meridian. Okay. And at the bottom here, it says vision and decision making. Interesting. So I go to the trusty guidebook, which is not a traditional guidebook. And I am like, okay, what does this mean? So there's a couple elements that we can explore here. Number one is when we uh, tap into a meridian, we're being asked to find balance within that meridian, okay? And so the gallbladder meridian says, this is about choice and decisions, which is interesting, right? Because here I was like, 
I feel like we might be, I'm holding up the hanged man card, by the way. Um, I feel like we might not all being, being discerning enough. Some of us might be on autopilot, distracting ourselves from what we really need to do right now. Right. So we're being asked to do the pause. So it's interesting that this card is about vision, right? Um, whether it's future or current, right? How do we um, how do we work with our vision, right? Our inner vision? Well, contemplation, pause, meditation, all those things I talked about and decision making, right? This fork in the road kind of energy, which is what March feels like to me. So um, the gallbladder is uh, of the element, the yang element, right? And the yang element is masculine. So it is, um, you know, residing in that masculine divine energy. So we need to find balance with that right now. And it also is associated with the element of wood, which I found interesting because the last uh, two weeks ago, I did an episode about the Lunar New Year, and I talked about the element of the wood dragon and what that was trying to say to us. And the element of wood was very much, in that case, asking us to have compassion as we, you know, reach for the stars, so to speak, and um, work towards a feeling of abundance, right? To embrace compassion with that. Now, in this case, it says the element of wood is connect, connected to cheeriness and natural growth. And this leads to initiating new beginnings and sustaining our goals. So let's think back to the message of the tarot, the hanged man feeling stuck, needing some new perspective. And let's also think back to this astrological happenstance that's happening with Chiron, our wounded healer. Okay, so the gallbladder meridian, we're being asked to find balance with the focus on the meridian. It is a, based in the element, the yang, right? The yin and yang, so more masculine, divine masculine energy. And it's also associated with the element wood, which I found interesting because just a few weeks ago, I researched and put an episode about the Lunar New Year. We talked about the wood dragon and what the year of the dragon really is bringing in, but also what the, the wood dragon, what, what's the significance of wood, which we discovered was having compassion as we're navigating our goals and, you know, wanting to bring in abundance and that good fortune. Yeah, okay, but we can be even more abundant and more successful in this year of the dragon if we practiced compassion for ourselves and others. So in this case, they're saying that the element of wood is connected to cheeriness, which then leads to natural growth. It helps initiate new beginnings and helps us sustain our goals. So let's think back to the tarot with the hanged man, right? It was exactly this. It's like, hey, take a pause, bring awareness, bring discernment in so we know we are choosing the right path for us at this moment. Don't get so far ahead of yourself that you're thinking about in five years. Think about now. What is the right decision now? Tap in and lean into your body. Okay. And then also we can connect this message with sustaining goals and new beginnings with um, 
with this astrological happening, this uh, Chiron and North Node conjunction as well. So all of this is connecting and coming full circle, really saying the same thing, which I find super duper interesting. Now, also on the card, if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. If not, I'll describe it. Um, this is a card, the Gallbladder Meridian one, and it's greeny yellow. Uh, there's a circle in the middle with some orbs and some geometric shapes. And then there is a man. So all the cards will either have uh, the shape of a, a male body or the shape of a female body to represent those energies, masculine and feminine. And he is kind of leaned back um, at like a 90 degree angle. And you can see a meridian. So you can see this channel that runs through. And so in the book, she says, clear your mind and ask the divine to help you visualize the most optimum future. What decision will further you down that road? And you can also visualize this meridian within your body. So I will tell you that it starts in, so it looks to be um, the left, the left through like the pinky toe up your foot into your calf, into your thigh, um, touching where your gallbladder would be, coming out towards the front of your stomach a little bit, around the heart and lungs, up through the chest, um, to the back of the neck, and then into the third eye. So this is the meridian, the line that you can imagine as you are taking that purposeful pause, as you are asking for help discerning what is the best path for you this month. Lastly, with the cards, we've got a soul's journey lesson card. As you guys know, I pull one of these every single month. So what is the focus? Where is the growth? What is your soul asking you? How do we bring this all full circle? And this was where I kind of chuckled when I pulled this card. And, and thought, okay, you, this is where you can't make this bleep up, okay? We've got the indecision card. <laughs> of course we do. This is all about choice, discernment. The card says, I use my intuition in all aspects of my life. So the theme of March, my friends, is indecision. It is feeling a little bit in limbo or like I feel like I don't know what comes next. And so that either causes me to stall and distract and procrastinate, or it pushes me, you know, I'm, I'm forcing a path that doesn't belong to me or that isn't aligned for me. And that's what March may feel like. Now, I feel like it's a gift to have the information beforehand to go, okay, this is what is potential. This is the potential. This is the lesson, right? We always need to practice this mindset reframe. It's changed my life in so many ways since I've begun to learn to sit with maybe a more negative, quote unquote, message or negative um, energy. It's not a negative energy, but I'm, that's why I'm saying quote unquote, but we might perceive it because it's not all like, oh, this month is going to be fabulous, right? There are lessons and challenges with every single month and it would do you a disservice if I was not to bring up 
where the mindset shift needs to happen. So this month, we may be feeling, as I've said before, let's recap, like we're in limbo, like we can't make a decision, like we're pushing something and it's not happening, or like we're avoiding something. Overall, a sense of indecision. Mindset shift, if we take a pause, if we take that frustration at face value rather than as a personal, you know, attack or attaching it to our sense of purpose or that we're a failure and instead just say, okay, I need some perspective here. The universe is not conspiring against me. I need to take a moment to see beyond my own perspective. I need to take a moment and feel into how my body feels. If my brain is giving me mixed messages, if I haven't fully learned how to discern between that narrator, right? The ego voice and our soul self, then you're being asked to ask, to like ask your body how something feels. Our intuition is very body-based, okay? Clairvoyance and claircognizance and clairsentience and all the other psychic senses, the clairs, are a higher level of perception, right? We all have access to and we all have those clairsenses. But if you are in a feeling of confusion or you can't, you find it hard to discern your intuition, which is very natural for all of us, then your best friend will be your body. How does your body feel? What is your body telling you about that situation? Okay, let's move away from that. Uh, let's move in now to some channeled um, some channeled messages when I ask spirit what our color of the month will be. Here we go. Just going to bring up my web browser so that I can give it a quick Google when I need to. All right, let's close our eyes. You can do this with us. Um, it's funny. I have heard back from a few listeners who said, like they've been sharing with me, oh my goodness, like I knew you were going to say that before you said it because I closed my eyes along with you and I saw the same thing as you did. So, you know, have some fun, practice along with me and see see what you're seeing and if it can be connected at all to um, what, what I'm seeing and what I'm connected. Let me know, please. I love to hear the stories. A few deep breaths in. through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do three of these together. Two. Three. Thank you. Okay, so this color I'm seeing in my mind's eye is blue, but particularly kind of like an icy blue or a light blue. So I am going to... Google and see if anything comes up about that, um, specifically like a pale color. Let's see what we get here. Color psychology. Okay, so it says 
Um, pale blue is connected to daytime sky, brings to a feeling of calmness, serene, but it also can be a cool color. Um, it can feel a little icy. It's interesting that I literally heard icy, distant, or even cold. So let's keep going here. Calmness, relaxation, stability, and reliability. Let's hear spiritual meaning. So, um, so it says blue is often considered a spiritual color as it, as its hues make up the sky, which is representative of heaven. It's also primary color of oceans and seas. And many people feel connected to bodies of water spiritually, uh, connected to the throat chakra, high spirituality, you know, um, yeah, so I feel like overall what's coming in about this color, it's interesting too, because we think about blue, like I'll tell you in this moment, when I think about blue, I think about calmness, serenity, peacefulness, um, you know, relaxation. I imagine that the color blue, certain lighter shades of blue is used in many facilities like hospitals or um, offices, you know, where healing modalities would happen and things like that. It kind of brings in a feeling of like serenity, right? But this word that I heard, this descriptor that came in before is new for us as I haven't had that come in before, right? I've, I think I've, picked up on teal before but like not like teal blue or teal green it was just teal but I haven't had a descriptor come in for a color before and I do feel like that is significant so if I'm picking up on icy blue what this means again this kind of duality message here this kind of crossroads two pathways message where we've got one side that calm serenity peace right that's the purposeful pause then we have this icy word. Icy could feel like there was even the word here, distant or disconnect. Maybe we are feeling really in our heads. Maybe we've got the blues, right? Um, and we're feeling disconnected to our purpose, to our soul, to our body, maybe, right? So that's that kind of cold, that icy connection. But if we take a moment to bring in the awareness and all the guidance that came in for us already, that purposeful pause will help lead more to a feeling of calm and serenity and peace that we so desire, right? Okay. Let's see what wants to come in now for our number. Okay. I have a number very very quickly. I'll let you take a moment in case you are tapping into a number. Please know that even if you don't choose the same number that I say, doesn't mean it's not significant for you. I would give it a Google. Give it a Google if you picked up on a certain number. See numerology, uh, numerically rather, what that means for you, what that's trying to tell you. Okay, so let's say so we had a master number come through. Okay, there are certain master numbers in numerology, 11, 22, and 33. And I picked up on the number 11. So they have a higher vibration. Let's see. 
Let's bring this website up. Okay, so this is coming from numerology.com. So we've got some, you know, um, aspects connected to this. We've got intuitive, cooperative, knowledgeable, supportive, visionary, charismatic, receptive, leader, and enlightened. We would love more of that, please. Um, people often, you know, will say that um, if you see 1111, you know, it's kind of a spirit wink to say you're on the right path, right? So this color blue is asking us, just telling us, hey, this will assist with that feeling of peace and calm and clarity. Take that purposeful pause. Take yourself out of this mental loop of this mental rat race. Just take a moment to give you bigger picture, more perspective. This number 11 is is helping us with our, I just heard self-governing. It's helping us, our discernment, right? Tapping into our bodies, taking a purposeful pause will help us become more sovereign, will help us know what comes forward. Interestingly enough, I saw the word visionary come through, which comes through when we talk about the gallbladder meridian, vision and decision making, right? Being a visionary means I don't know what the exact definition of it, but in this context, I feel like it's saying, you know, being really aligned with yourself and being able to have confidence and move forward in your future based on what you feel is best, knowing that you can trust that and that will take you where you need to go. A visionary is brave. A visionary, you know, it doesn't mean that a visionary is not in their mind thinking, oh God, like what if this doesn't work? But they do it anyways, right? They do it anyways. There's an innate trust in themselves that it feels right. This feels aligned. I'm going to go for it. And I know that if situations change, I will adapt as needed and I will be cared for and taken care of. The universe will respond to me. So we need a little bit more of that as we navigate this month. Absolutely. Okay. And now let's see about animal. <sighs> okay. Okay. I had, I had two come in. They, at first, they're the same color. So at first I was like, what's happening? But they, it was like, they were shape shifting in my mind. So I saw one that's a little, that's bigger. Right. And then it would like shape shift into the smaller one. <laughs> So let's, let's go to both of these. Um, okay. The first one that came through was an otter. So I saw a little brown otter. Um, so this comes in just really quickly and briefly, symbolic of curiosity, intelligence, and social connection. It's often seen as a good omen. Good times are on the way. Amazing. We need that. Um, this one says the otter symbolizes the potential that we all possess to tune into our psychic abilities, the visionary, right? Spending time quietly in nature, prayer, and meditation can help you tap into the otter medicine. So please, please work with the otter this month. And then the other little brown animal that I kept seeing was a mouse. And I was like, interesting. Just picture that. An otter shaped shifting into a mouse. That's that's what I was seeing. <laughs> okay, so 
Let's see what the mouse brings forward. So it says, oh, oh, this is so on point again. The mouse, mouse symbolizing, sim, no, sim, words are hard, apologies. Mouse symbolism <laughs> is asking you to look at what is right in front of you and then take action accordingly. Okay. We have to, we need that perspective, right? We need the new perspective, which is what all of these cards were saying. But the, we might feel muddled. We might feel like we don't know what is, what action to take, right? And that's where the purposeful pause and all that guidance came in for you. So yeah, this is interesting. The otter is almost like helping with getting into that place of contemplation, intuition, and gaining the big picture perspective. And then the mouse helps you to see what's right in front of your eyes, that new perspective and take action accordingly. I love that. Um, it could be letting you know that you're taking on too much, trying to do too many things at the same time. Um, stay kept, well, listen to this. It says mouse symbolism is also letting you know that to attain the big things in life, sometimes you have to stay focused on the little things. Therefore, stay connected to the present moment. That was a huge message that came in. Present moment. Purposeful pause. Do you see a theme, my friends? There is an absolute theme for us in the month of March. I hope you feel like this guide guidance has given you some tools in your spiritual toolbox. It's going to be a great month. It's going to be a fantastic month. There's lots to look forward to. Just practice this art of pausing consciously whenever you can to bring your moment, your, your awareness back into the present moment. We normally can do this by tapping into our bodies, right? I don't know about you, but have you ever, like you're so in the present moment that all of a sudden you're aware of things that you weren't aware of before, like sounds, like all of a sudden your focus is like on your breath, your focus is on your heartbeat, your pulse, things that normally you're not hearing because you're just, you know, busy and doing things. That's, I think that's a good kind of analogy for all of this is, you know, these things, our heartbeats, our pulse, our breathing, our breaths ha are happening all the time behind the scenes, but we don't often take a moment to listen to that and to contemplate exactly what that means. We're running on autopilot all the time, right? And so this month is saying, hey, tap into those innate parts of yourself, your soul self, your gut feelings. You survived. You are here because all of your ancestors listened to their gut the fight or flight, the survival mode, it got you here. So utilize that gut instinct in an empowered way by listening to your body and what it says. Have a wonderful March. Happy Easter. Easter's in March this year, although the last day of the month. I hope you're having a great one. I so appreciate you. Thanks for listening. 
See you next week. Hey, so this is just a little add on to this episode. I wanted to share something with you. So the other day I recorded the March energetic forecast and I talked about the importance of pause in the month of March as, you know, assistance to help you navigate your month and really align on your path. And in that episode, as I was talking, I shared that I was seeing this image of kind of like a scheduled pause and having your phone or your Apple watch or something kind of vibrate at a certain time that would then remind you, okay, I'm just going to take a moment, just take a few deep breaths and be in the moment for a, for a minute and to, to schedule that pause in. And then, okay, get this, the day after I recorded the March Energetic Forecast, I was listening to a podcast episode that I happened to stumble upon very randomly that Richard Rudd was on a, like he was the guest. He, he was a guest on this podcast and he was talking about the art of contemplation, right? Which is kind of like the pause I'm talking about and how the art of contemplation is a little less rigid than maybe meditation, but with the same outcome. So meditation, you know, a lot of us think of a scheduled time where we're sitting and we're trying to empty our mind, so to speak, or quiet the the interpreter, right? Quiet the ego voice. And some of us just feel like we can't do that very well, including myself. You know, I'm always thinking about all the things. I know it's a practice. I know that gradually that voice gets a little less loud and it becomes easier to meditate. I do know that. However, he was kind of talking about how the art of contemplation is a little bit more fluid in the sense that you can contemplate something and do something else at the same time. It doesn't require you to seize, right? It doesn't require you to stop. You could be walking or running or riding your bike and contemplating something, right? You could be eating your lunch and contemplating something. You could be driving your car and take a moment to contemplate. And I wanted to share that because I feel like that's really on point with my kind of interpretation of this message around pause for us in March. And then, okay, in that episode, that episode that he was um, talking about this with his guest, um, or no, sorry, he was a guest. He talks about this app, <coughs> excuse me, that he created. And it's called Triple Flame. It's a free app, so you definitely should download it. Triple Flame. Okay, so I downloaded it. And guess what it is? It's an app. I'm going to show it to you on the screen. So if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. It's an app. Well, it's kind of hard to see, but there's a quote at the top. So right now at this moment, it says silence is not empty as we might imagine, but pregnant with the cosmos. Every time I've logged on or opened the app, there's been a different saying. It also tells you at the top how many other beings are pausing with you at this moment. There's 18 at this moment, um, but there's been times where I've, I've used this app and there's been many, many, many more. Um, so you have different options on this app for your pause mode, okay? This is like what Spirit was showing me when I was 
hearing and seeing like creating a pause scheduling a pause in our phones or in our watches where it would vibrate or alert us when it was time to pause and then the next day i hear about this app in relation to the pause it's literally called the triple flame and it's a pausing prompter so you can pick your pause mode you can do silent guided with music or a journey you can pick your pause length, three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. Um, <clears throat> there's many different options on here. And then you simply just press the button in the middle. And it's a guided, I, like I've done the guided ones. So I've, I can hear Richard's voice and he's just, you know, giving something to think about, giving my mind something to listen to and think about as I'm taking a moment of pause. But if that's not your jam, you can do a silent pause or one that has music. And I thought, okay, universe. <laughs> okay, you're hilarious. You literally gave me a, a little hint of what was to come the next day and what I would discover and be able to share with you. So that that app already exists. You guys don't need to create schedule in your phone. You can just download the Triple Flame app. <laughs> I am not sponsored. This is not endorsed at all by Richard Rudd or the Gene Keys company. But, you know, hey, Richard, if you're up for it, I am <laughs> biggest fan over here. But, yeah, isn't that, isn't that amazing? So there you go. New app to check out. Again, it's called Triple Flame. It's like a little white icon. And then there is a shape that looks like a flame and it's purple blue with a little tip of green on the top. So you'll know how to recognize it. I don't think anything else showed up when I searched for triple front flame. But there you go. Enjoy. <laughs> See you next week. If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider hopping on over to wherever you listen to your podcast and giving it a five star review. Thank you so much in advance. If you'd like to keep in touch, please head over to my website, theintuitiverising.com to keep up with all the things that I have been doing. I also have a private Facebook community for people just like you. It's called the Intuitive Rising Community. All you got to do is request to join and I will let you in. Keep rising.